This is a tripod broadcast. What's up, dude? What's up, man? Oh, not much. Just had a fun day. Fun day working for the man? <laughs> well, there was a lot of not really doing a whole lot of work, but uh, AC went out. Oh, yikes. And you're in Arizona, aren't you? Yeah, today was probably has probably been the hottest day of the year so far. At what, six thirty in the morning. Oh, what was the temperature? I think it was probably. Where's my weather app? I've been asked <laughs> for just about everything. It's one hundred four right now. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, at six thirty, I took my dog out, and the sun had just kind of gotten to the point where you you could see it right, and right. it felt like a furnace. That's unbelievable. Yeah. It's it's 105 there right now, babe. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Yeah, we're supposed to be 102 on Friday, so it's it's heating up. Oh, in Missouri? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, oh, it's global weather, warming. Weather modif- or, or weather <laughs> modification. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, no, so basically I wanted to start. Um, so how, how long have you been listening to GTST? Only for like two months or something, right? Or a couple months? So there are some episodes I listened to back when we were still living in St. Louis. Right, like 10 years ago or something? Yeah, something like that. (laughs) More recently, um, I think I've listened to the past, I don't know, seven or eight episodes. So whenever I get a chance and I think about it or if I'm driving or something, I'll go back in time. So I'm kind of starting from newer episodes and go back. Nice. So, and then when the new episode comes out, I'll find time to go listen to that. Nice. Which I think there was one that came out today, right? Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I put it up early because I try and do try and usually do Thursdays, but I put it up early. Nice. Um, but no. So I guess I kind of wanted to ask you. So I remember, like back in the day, at one point, your wife said something like we were in a small group or something like that together. And yeah. she she was like, oh yeah, uh, Aaron listens to to uh, Alex Jones, and I, you know, he, like the stuff he <laughs> listens to scares me. <laughs> and and she but then nothing else. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if I remember right. I like it's in my it's in my memory, so I don't know. Um, yeah, and but I said that to say, like, I guess my question for you is like, so when did you start reading, or when did you f- first start like? When did it first dawn to, on you that like, oh, wait, maybe we're told a lot of shit that's not true? <laughs> Pretty much immediately after becoming a Christian, which was yeah. in, I think, 2009. So it was like, um, that would have been like right before or shortly before you probably met me, right? Yeah, I was still working in Illinois at the time. I was actually still living in living in Illinois at the time. Um, the people's socialist republic (laughs) (laughs) yeah well southern illinois the culture is like hey let's secede from northern illinois (laughs) or let's secede from chicago yeah that's right (laughs) um so like the culture down where we are is very similar to missouri um oh in arizona a lot of or i meant like where we were living in where i was living in illinois Oh, it's, gotcha. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's more conservative, but as soon as you start getting up to Chicago, yeah, it gets pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so right after I became a Christian, I kind of, it dawned on me that just about everything of influence, whether it's music, 
uh, TV shows, Hollywood. Um, basically, the most obvious things. I was like, "There's no way these aren't. This isn't being controlled by Satan, right?" Right. And the more and more I, re- uh, the more and more I kind of, um, you know, went continued on my walk. It start. I started realizing. Well, no, it's not just that. It's it's the medical industry. It's food. It's airlines. It's everything. Like there's not a single thing that we're not impacted by that's in my belief anyway, that's not controlled by Satan, at least at the very, very, very top. Even um, every single religion I'm starting to realize, whether it's Islam, whether it's Buddhism. Most big organized religions. Yeah, for sure. Obviously Catholicism, but even in the Christian church, obviously you've got Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons and that sort of thing. But even in evangelical churches at the very top, they're all Freemasons, just about, like almost every single one of them. Yeah. And it's kind of creepy. Uh, so I took online classes at, uh, have you heard of Liberty University? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I had yeah. some friends that went there. Yeah, I mean, so. I, you obviously too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got my uh, degree in, I, I think the degree is like science and religion or something like that. It was basically an undergrad in religion. And um obviously catered to Christianity and and so forth. But um, just recently, within the last two years or so, I kind of realized that the people at the top of that university, well, pretty much every university, they're all in the club. Yeah, yeah. And um, actually, it was when I started researching Flat Earth stuff is when I realized what was going on in some of these universities, or at least the Christian universities. Right, yeah. Um. So yeah, I just it didn't take me long to realize that I needed to start questioning everything. Now, obviously, uh, so I was an atheist. I believed in evolution. I believed in space. I believed in all that sort of thing, and until I became a Christian, and I wasn't really thinking about it at the time, but things just kind of fell into my lap as far as content uh, is concerned, like either documentaries or just researching, um, like building up my, my understanding of how, like the Bible and that sort of thing. Yeah. And it, it was almost like immediately like, no evolution and Christianity do not match. Yeah. They and don't, all, they don't, they don't stay together. Yeah. Yeah. It always kind of makes me wonder how can a Christian also believe in evolution? Well, it's not evolution. It's science. They believe in science. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. They seem to think that, because God's in control, he's the one pulling, not pulling the strings, but he's the one kind of orchestrating our scientific discoveries and all this stuff. And it's like, no, like, yeah, he, he's probably helped people learn amazing things about the body and about how the earth is and all that sort of thing. But most of what we're taught does not come from God. Not at all. Right. Yeah, that's really interesting. And actually, so I've been thinking a lot, and I actually listened to uh, and read, um, you know, I've been reading through Genesis quite a bit lately, you know, just just kind of like thinking about it and just rereading it and rereading it. And, you know, it's funny because that that the actual deception of the serpent to Eve, you know, was in that form of that question of, did God surely say? And if you think about it, like, like you were just saying, like the scientism and, and that sort of thing, like it's really a version of that, 
But yeah. like even with the evolution, because it's like, well, God said in his word, you know, that he created it in six days, blah, 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 blah. So evolution is really just a, a different take on that age old. Did God really say that? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's a pretty obvious deception when you come down to it. Yeah, or, we're always or you would told, think it would be. Yeah. And we're kind of told this new, uh, I don't know what to call it, new age or whatever it is, where it's like, you can't trust your senses. It's right. almost like Satan was telling Eve, you can't trust what God was telling you. You can't trust your senses. God right. created your senses, but you can't trust it. Um, and so, yeah, she took the fruit from what was the tree? The tree of knowledge of good and evil, right? Right. And it seems as, as if the powers that be, they don't want to leave anything up for question as far as, oh, I wonder where, like, where did we come from or... Um, how did we get to where we're at now? They want to make sure that they can answer almost any question we can come up with. Right, exactly. Wh yeah. Whether or not they even had a clue or whether it's a complete lie or what. Without natural law or or God or us getting the answers from anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. So Or anything traditionally believed even, you know. Yeah. So it's almost like going to that tree of knowledge of good and evil is okay, I don't trust God because he's got to be hiding something from me. So I got to go to another source. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's 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 all a reshaping of that, like, did God surely say? Right. And so, so if we can't trust him, how on earth are we supposed to trust anything else? <laughs> right, exactly. And yet yeah. everyone is. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so I guess... So you started reading it. Basically, it was just as you were a Christian. Now, now was your wife a Christian when you guys met and got married and all that? She was, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, well, her met dad was a Christian. pastor, right or no? Yeah, we met on Christian Mingle. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> nice, nice, very nice. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Which I wouldn't really recommend it, or like I wouldn't even right. talk about it really. But um, it, it's part of what happened. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And how, how long have you guys been married? Oh, we just had our nine-year anniversary. Oh yeah, so so did we. That's crazy. Nice. So you guys got married in 2012. Yeah, mm -hmm. in April or uh, uh, March rather. Okay, so yeah, you guys are two two months ahead of us. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's it, it's been a ride. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. it's had ups and downs, but but honestly, you know, if I'm being honest, it it feels better today than it ever has. So <laughs> hopefully, it feels yeah. that way tomorrow. I guess, <laughs> but. uh <laughs> You know, I mean, I, I don't think, I mean, I've always been like, you know, outspoken as you, you know, and that sort of thing. And I, I, I mean, I was even doing this back then, I guess when you, uh, um, you know, when we knew each other in person and yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if it was ever going to get here, but <laughs> I, I do think, you know, like the, like the flat earth stuff really gets on people's nerves. Oh, I know. <laughs> I yeah. remember when I first started looking into it. So I um yeah how long ago was that so in 2017 I was actually going through like a trying process in my faith not like doubting my faith but more so just with my walk and whatnot and so one night I really just prayed like God I just want wisdom I don't know what that means but that's what I was praying and I think it was either the well, next you know, that's, day that's what that's what Solomon did in the scriptures yeah exactly and that's you know that's always been a reason why I've have prayed for wisdom is because you know solomon and um god just saw that as extremely faithful to for something for for that to be of his prayer to, for that to be the request yeah 
Yeah. Um, uh, I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, yeah. Sh- what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We got, oh, Flat sure. Earth. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because it really annoys people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when did you uh, – so, yeah, so when did, it, when did it hit you? Yeah, so like I said, 2017, that's kind of what I was praying. And it was like a day or two later, I just stumbled across some – flat earth videos i think one of them was probably eric dubay's like 100 proofs or 200 proofs that the earth is flat and i'm like are you kidding me and so unlike most people who were just ignore it i wanted to actually hear what this guy had to say right and i'm like there's absolute this is gotta gotta be a joke and so i listened to it and as i was listening to it, i'm like i i understood okay he's serious and yeah, he's making exactly. some good points he takes but, it seriously, yeah. But there's no way. So I just I spent like the next two, three, four days, like because they they didn't um, all the flat Earth stuff was stuff you could still search on YouTube back then. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly the good old days. <laughs> yeah. So I went through like hundreds of out, maybe not hundreds, but I went through a lot of content, just people's flat Earth proofs and this proof and that proof, and. I went to work one day and I, w- I was discussing with um, a coworker. I'm like, what do you, and he, he, he was someone that also lived in St. Louis before. So he moved to Arizona. Anyway, I was talking to him and I just said, Hey, what do you think about this? And I threw, showed him a couple of one of the proofs or whatever. And he's like, I don't know. That's kind of weird. Maybe the earth is flat, but he was right. joking. And so I walked away. I'm like, no way. Like, I think something just clicked and I, I don't know if it was God or what, but, um, it dawned on me that nothing about space and NASA and going landing on the moon, none of that's real. So what's the alternative? Well, the alternative yeah. is Genesis, what it says in Genesis. You know, he created the waters. He separated the waters from, uh, you know, you know the verses that I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, exactly. Well, and that's what I, I read over those the other night. And I'm like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's, it's at the very least – and, and again, I, I and I've said this on on the the show before. I I wouldn't necessarily classify myself as a flat earther. <laughs> I just I, I I don't know that I could. Um, yeah. But <laughs> the the thing is, like, yeah, all of that stuff is just is just told to us from a system. We experience very very little of it, and and it's getting to the point. What with the phones and and entertainment and the you know. 24 seven workday, it's getting to the point where we don't even look up in the, in, in the heavens, quote unquote, if you just, you know, broadly use that term ourselves. Right. So it's like, we, we, we have no concept of, I think the reality of, of <laughs> quite honestly, where we live, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> so yeah, um, I did want to ask you too, cause I've, <laughs> I pulled up that Alex Jones, Jerry interview the other day. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's funny because so Eddie Bravo in that interview, um, he is like a full on flat earther. Like he, it was my understanding. I believe he's like you, like he said, uh, I'm going to take a mission there, you know, or do these different things and blah, 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 blah. Like he really thinks it's, it's, you know, one grand big hoax. Mm -hmm. And now Alex Jones says, and I don't, you know, who who knows, you know, anymore what to think about Alex Jones at the end of the day, I guess. But I mean, seriously, you know, I like I like some of his stuff. Some of his stuff, he seems it seems out of base on, you know, or you know, kind of far out there or, or what have you. But he says, uh, and and I didn't notice this the first time I listened to the interview, but 
he was saying that he knows for sure we landed on the moon. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> he says he knows for sure that we landed on the moon because he talked. He's talked to NASA scientists, and they told him. And I think he quotes one specifically in the in in the actual interview. And he's he's like, I talked to him on his deathbed, and he told me that there's like all these other ships. Way more people died than they ever told us um, because they couldn't get past the radiation. All of the footage is actually fake because of of uh, that radiation, and like you know, just just a bunch of other stuff like that. Do you think that kind of thing is a possibility? Like it's like it's a half lie, but not the full lie of the of the the flat Earth and no space. <laughs> I, I will say this: I'm open to being convinced on just about anything. Um, right. So it's kind of like that concept of change my mind but right at the same time like i've almost been too convinced about it's kind of like when i became a christian when i yeah. became a like my experience that i had i'm like wow I, I i feel like god is way more real even than gravity and that was actually part of my testimony that right i understood that god the reality of god was more real than what i believed get gravity and now i found out gravity's a fake thing as well <laughs> fake and gay that's right <laughs> right um so, you know what? I could be convinced of just about anything just because right. I've realized we've been lied well, to just about anything. But then well, again, exactly. I, like, and, I've, and I'm I've not necessarily convinced. trying to convince you. you know? Right, right. And it's I just remember part actually of the question for to, me. Yeah, I remember listening to Eddie Bravo talk with, um, what's what's the dude? Um, not Alex Jones, uh, but uh, Joe, uh, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, yeah, Joe yeah, Rogan. Jerry, and, yeah. yeah, and he also had Alex Jones on there. And I remember there was almost like a point where Joe Rogan actually started to question like the moon landings. Like, oh yeah, I'm looking into that. And it's definitely right. got questions. And then he had Neil deGrasse Tyson on and it was yeah. almost like the very next day he switched. Nope. Nope. We got to trust NASA. No, he, he, yeah. And that's been a pattern of his. That's been right. a pattern. That's why I don't really like Jerry, you know, at all <laughs> because, because that it, and, and I think that's part of the Spotify deal. You know, like when you hand somebody a hundred million dollars, it's just like, you know, it's sure. like game over. And, 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 you know, to be fair, like if somebody came to me and said, we'll give you a hundred million dollars for tripod broadcasting and it's, it's all on ours and we control, I'd be like, eh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I would. So mm -hmm. it's, I don't, you know, hate that. Um, but, but yeah, that pattern that you've noted there, it is a very distinct pattern and, yeah. um, and it's, Happened on bull issues, and yeah, it's just. You know. But anyways, yeah. But like I was saying, like I'm not necessarily trying to convince you because for me, like that is the question. Because I've looked at some of the stuff about the moon landing being faked, and like it, you know, it, it's really, really shaky. Like it really doesn't look like we went. But you know, because people always ask me, and I'm uh, this is the question I'm going to ask you. You know, if if space isn't real or what have you, then what is the moon? And and when people ask me that, I say, well. The scripture says it was a light to rule the night, you know, like I don't, I, if that's, you know, that's what I believe. So that's as much as I know. But I said that to say, what do you think it is? Like, what is the moon? Um, <laughs> if the earth, if the earth is flat and, and space isn't real, what, when we look up and we see that light, what the hell is it? <laughs> Personally, I have, I literally have no idea. I mean, I've, I've yeah. heard theories that could kind of make yeah, sense. It's a, yeah, I've heard a lot of different stuff too. Um, oh, I was gonna go 
to um oh, well you sent me oh. the one the other day about that mapping or the mirroring of the of the like the continents yeah so kind of around that topic um there's have you heard of the like the stuff about tartaria tartaria however you pronounce it huh no no okay so there's all this evidence of all these mud floods have you heard about the mud floods no no actually okay, so, no there's all kinds of locations that look like it's just been completely covered in mud because when you look at some of these buildings and like some of these really old buildings, you can actually see that there's windows and doors that are actually below the earth. So maybe there was an earthquake and moved some of the dirt or they were excavating and they realized that, Hey, this building actually has several floors underneath. So anyway, okay. this kind of goes into this whole idea that, if all of Revelation actually took place back in um, like 78 70 or whatever. 80, yeah, yeah. Destruction of the temple. Right. Um, so the idea is maybe Jesus actually did come back and he did rule for a thousand years because there's evidence of all these buildings that uh, are almost built for like free energy and like the way they are designed is immaculate, right? Well, and, and in Russia and I mean, I would submit that, you know, you could add the pyramids to that. What the hell are the pyramids? We don't know what the pyramids are. <laughs> yeah, that, that, <laughs> you know? that's definitely a different tangent. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so there's some evidence that suggests at the very minimum that maybe all that stuff did happen. And so there's all these devices and stuff that people have discovered that kind of date back to that, whatever the time period was, if they haven't. Um, change the dates or anything, but there's this particular clock, or I don't know what it's called, but it looks like a clock. It tells the time, but it also can predict where the sun is, where the moon is, the stars, all the constellations. And the way it works, it looks like it's perfectly designed with the understanding that we live on a flat stationary plane. Um, there's no way they would have designed this if they knew ahead of time we live on a spinning ball, spinning thousand miles an hour around the sun and the sun's moving at 69 million miles an hour through the galaxy all like all the movements all the, all, yeah all the stuff they say yeah and um if this clock was as accurate as it was two, let's say two three thousand years ago whenever it was made and it's tartarian mud flood yeah that's definitely a topic to to look at but how is this clock still so accurate even with regards to the constellations I'm trying to look up the name of the clock, actually. Um, um, I found, I I found some stuff about it. the Tartaria, Tartaria mud floods. I've, I've never heard about that. That's that's really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, Occurred uh, only a few hundred years ago during the end of the reign of the Tartarian Empire. Uh, buildings hundreds of years old. Oh, hold on, let me get this to load. Uh, okay, so Tartarians, Tartarians or Tartars were the indigenous people, quite possibly founded by Noah's sons. Uh, making up the world-renowned Tartarian Empire. The Tartarians were a tall people, averaging 8 to 12 feet in height. They would have been considered giants to our current average height of only around 6 feet, blah, 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 blah. I was trying to see. I want to see something. Did you find the clock? Yeah. Um, let me... Send me, or send me, like, what? Like what? what is it called? What can I plug into DuckDuckGo here? Uh, I just looked up sun and moon clock, and there we go. Sun and moon clock. I don't know. I don't know what it's actually called, but um, oh, do you send it to me? I'm about to. 
Okay, I sent it. That's kind of an angled view. Don't, ah, okay. Yeah, it's super weird. And um, you see how the the middle oval or the the circle that's on top is kind of slanted and it's kind of at an angle and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. So with those images I sent you the other day, if you oh, look the moon. at of the moon, yeah, where is it? And you can see kind of the red lines that would kind of be where the sun and the moon kind of orbit around. Right. So if you think about the entire thing being Earth, but what's highlighted is what we know about. Right. Well, well and supposedly. So, so another one that really got me the other day was, and, and I didn't do any further verification, to be fair, um, to both you and the listener. Um, but but the uh, I ran across a video, and it was a compilation of all of these supposed like documentation about about different radar systems and and how they're all designed off of that they they call it uh it's like it's like basically a, a flat earth model and they say that that like that's what works best like even though it's right. a globe well, yeah all the government <laughs> documents oh yeah there yeah there's so many government documents that say th this is designed for uh, a flat plane yeah flat non-rotating yeah. plane <laughs> Yeah, a flat non-rotating point. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the the verbiage and all the the documents. Yeah. So, who knows? Um and and the I'm, whole Antarctica thing is is bizarre to me and it seems like something of that magnitude would tie into a lie about, you know, let's say the the at the very least like like you and I have said before like land that we don't know about. I think that's like if we're talking about the 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 nature of our universe or our you know our reality or what have you that is the most possible to me is that there's a ton of land that we don't know about because if 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 you're rich or wealthy or powerful and you can somehow get land whether it has minerals or just space or or whatever on it that you're able to do with it and not let anybody else find out about it absolutely why wouldn't you do that like there's no way they don't do that, <laughs> you know. Well, like if you think about a how a compass works, it's everyone thinks it's oh the molten core of the Earth is creating a magnetic field around the Earth, and that's how why a compass works. Well, that's not why a compass works. The reason why a compass works is because there's a huge uh, deposit of iron, basically where are the magnetic North Pole is, right? Um, and so let's say maybe I'm wrong about that, but let's just <laughs> for the sake of it, say that I'm right, and that there is a, a massive deposit of iron at the North Pole, and let's say we live on a plane. Well, the North Pole, any any direction away from the North Pole is going to be south. So if you construct a globe for most people to look at and say this is where we live, how right. easy would it be to to keep spray land... it over the bottom? To do what? Well, to just like I've been visiting kind of the globe and like how how you would take the map and just boom, yeah, and to, and then to hide literally whatever you wanted. Right. Um. So even if there wasn't Antarctica, if that wasn't part of the conversation, but if there's more, let's say there's more land south of um, I don't know, Africa. Well, no right. one's going to be going south of Africa because that's where Antarctica is, and we're not. Well, first of all, we're not even allowed to go to Antarctica. But second right. of all. Like I'm, there's, I have no reason to go there, so I'm not going to go south of Africa or south of any other portion, any other point on the map. Right. So 
That's yeah, yeah that's that's that's, that's been the traditional argument. Point. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah, like I said, I, I I think that's really possible because and I'm if I'm not mistaken, I uh introduced some of this stuff to you about the uh the supposed hot zone um off the coast of Cuba and the pyramids that are down there and and just all the crazy like I, I've I watched a video on it the other day. I think it was in the conspiracy hole or or I forget where it was. Um, excuse me, but like it was basically about the hot zone and just all of the stuff that's that's down there. And even the clips that I was watching, they were they were talking about this this expedition, and it's it's just unbelievable. Like it it really looks like there was a civilization down there. Huh. Yeah, I mean, I so wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. Right. Well, and as I was at, listening to the Genesis about the flood, I was kind of like, yeah. you know, that that makes sense easily. Yeah. But so, what do you think about the flood? What do you think the flood was? <laughs> I, think be, I think the flood was exactly as we read. Just straight up, God, God just hated all the sin and wiped everybody out. Yeah, I mean, obviously, so you I don't. Think some people speculate that maybe the bloodline of everyone else, except for Noah and his family, were tainted by the fallen angels or whatever you want to call it. But right, regardless, like. That's what he did. That's what he said he did. Yeah, if, exactly. You don't believe the Bible, but it doesn't matter right. what you believe. It's, if he did something, he did it, right? Right. Or if yeah, he that's true. He did something. Well, so, what, yeah, do you I th- don't, so what do you think the Genesis 6 thing was? I don't um, doubt the flood either. I, I think there's a, a ton of, of evidence for the flood. <laughs> yeah. I don't... So... Around So when I first became a Christian, like all this kind of stuff like the Nephilim and um, like premillennialism, all that sort of stuff, I kind of absorbed like a sponge and all of it made sense. But th- there are still things that don't make sense. Like, okay, like demons or angels or whatever, they're spiritual, right? So unless God allows or actually, uh, yeah, allows one of those beings to become physical, how would they do it? How would a demon manifest physically? I that part I don't get. It's it's not so much the manifestation. So well, I mean, I guess like are are you asking or would it like what do you think demons are then? <laughs> or do you think I mean, or is it just like because uh, we, well, we we know well we know that Jesus you know when he had the encounter with because he encountered demons several times, right? And you know like with with the pigs. Um, and what was the other one? There was there was a there was a boy, I think, at one point, or somebody's son or boy, um, and then somebody else too, if I remember right. Um, so they can definitely like possess people, but we're also not given, I don't know, much clarity about like what that looks like, you know, other other than the the sort of descriptions in scripture where it's like, well, you know, he yelled and screamed uncontrollably, and I I think the one it's like, you know, he he. Uh, he would throw himself into the fire and that's why they kept him chained up, you know? Yeah. So there was one thing I heard not too long ago that the guy distinguished demons and fallen and, and fallen angels. And he said that, well, fallen angels were things. right. He was saying the fallen angels are literally the angels that were in heaven, but decided to rebel and you have the fallen angels. The demons are more so the, the people, I guess the Nephilim, who once they were destroyed, 
their spirit now kind of roams around or whatever it is. I don't know. Interesting. So, yeah. So there's See, definitely that's... people that distinguish the two, but I don't know if that's, if that's ne- yeah, necessarily that. theologically sound or not. Um, Cause that's kind of a question of mine. It's like, well, what would necessarily be the difference? Because if there's fallen angels in some sort of Nephilim Genesis six context or what have you, and there's and, and and that's the bizarre part about the Genesis six because that's one more thing that a whole lot of ancient texts back up. There are a whole yeah. lot of ancient texts that talk about fallen angels, yeah, in, in in one form or another. I mean, including but not limited to just you know the fantastic, you know, like Greek god type shit. Um, right. But like really, like actually ancient texts, like I, I, my understanding is that there are several stories in ancient texts that are basically exactly like the one in Genesis. Where they're like, "Yep, they came down from heaven and they taught us this shit, and they married our women." <laughs> like, yep. like, you know, just lock, stock, and barrel. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so I guess if let's say that anything that's spiritual, that's not human, um, let's say that they have no ability to mani- to manipulate physical things, but they can manipulate the mind. So if if the human race is able to go from where we were let's say 200 years from now or 200 years ago to now mm-hmm. what's to say that the people who were living in up, leading up to genesis 6 weren't far more technologically advanced that's and yeah. all the stuff that these fallen angels were teaching humans were all right we need to manipulate your dna we need to be you need to become basically soulless beings so that we can God, who knows what? Yeah. Who knows what happened, right? So all based on that, did God surely say? Just like in Genesis, yeah. Because that's that's often often the thing too. Like I, because to my knowledge and and my recollection, and I woefully don't read as much scripture as I should, but to my knowledge, Genesis it just refers to him as the serpent. Like it's never Lucifer or or um, or Satan. Yeah, it's just the, it's just the serpent. And the serpent like talks to this woman and deceives her and then gets this curse, you know? So it's, well, so you there's, do, you do notice all throughout scripture that, um, he, well, if, if it's being, if it's referencing Satan, he is uh, called the dragon in some cases, or he's called the he lion. Is, in yes. Well, and that's, and I, and I, I've said in Genesis specifically because I believe there's other parts and I could be way off base here. I believe there's other parts in scripture where it does reference Satan in the garden, you know, as as that term Satan, if if I'm not mistaken, I just don't think it's in Genesis. The only verbiage is, is uh, serpent. Yeah. So to me, all like all those words are demonology of who he really is. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? So when he's called a serpent, it's almost like his character is described like a serpent or when he's called the dragon, his character is described like, that. so I don't like, that's, well, that's people, very possible too. Yeah. Yeah. People draw him like an actual snake or an actual dragon or whatever. But I'm like, I think, I, I don't know if I buy that unless he's able to possess animals or make himself look like an animal, but I don't know. Well, right. And you know, like I said, and I think, I think I said this to you last night, um, you know, the whole, like, because this, this, this is the biggest shot. Uh, you know, across the bow at, at post mill to me is, is Satan masquerades as an angel of light. So and like it's, and, and but the post mill thing is a big thing. And I've been talking about it with Jesse a lot, you know, 
because yeah. um, he's because he's he's really on board with it. He's really into it. And I don't know, man. It's just it's just really difficult for me to see this idea that that we right now currently are a part of this timeline that suggests the the next big cosmological change will be Christ returning to a, a largely um, saved population. Yeah. Like I, I just can't find that in scripture. I can't find that in reality. And I mean, it really, unless it really spiritualize all, all of revelation. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Unless, yeah. unless, unless you pick it apart about uh, with all this different stuff in, in the, this way of saying like, well, the text doesn't say what it really says, which I've, you know, I mean, I thought we weren't supposed to do that. Like, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like as Christians, like our, our, isn't, isn't the text the text? What, um, what's been your normal view of eschatology? Well, see, so that's, <laughs> and Jesse's been running into this, you know, because he, he took the journey that I think a lot of people our age are taking where it was like, oh, I was pre-mill or like, you know, the sort of the left behind narrative. And uh, just because that was, you know, what all the churches were into. And, you know, then now I'm post-mill because it's super hopeful. And that's what I want to teach my kids. <laughs> I'm serious. It's, 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 I really get that sense. But, but anyway, so my viewpoint has always been <laughs> vaguely that, that there is a second coming, obviously. I, you know, I, I do believe that. But I've never, I've never dug into it enough to be able to say, you know, there's tribulations or there's not, or there's raptures, there's not. I have always loathed the idea that, that we will get there, that, that currently saved people or people that are in a relationship with Jesus Christ will get somehow, um, you know, zapped up in thin air before, before the bad shit comes. <laughs> I, that idea, I, seriously, that idea, I mean, I've said this for years, like, that is laughable to me. Like that's because, because the whole of the scriptures just speak against that. Like leave your father and mother. Like, you like, you know, like they'll hate you for my namesake. Like this, this is just not, you know, consistent with this idea of like, no, no, Jesus has got your back as soon as shit gets rough. You know, like I just don't see that in scripture. Yeah. But that being said, I, I <laughs> am really seeing a tough argument for, you know, we're after. And like I said, supposedly in a timeline that ends with, most of us being saved. So, but I guess, I guess up until recently, I would say it's just been a mixture because I, I, I don't really buy, like I said, tribulations, raptures, that kind of thing. But yeah, I've, I've just never dug into revelation enough to, to, uh, to take, take away my own from it, you know, yeah. up until, up until the last couple of weeks when I've just been fitting it in and I'm, I've been really busy, but it's been mostly conversations with Jesse, <laughs> you know, and then I'll go watch something or read something and, and that. But as I've done that, if I had to say where I'm at now, <laughs> we're, we're, we're definitely, like I said, the, the, the main point that, that keeps me from, from accepting a postmillennial viewpoint, I have to stick with. And that's the trajectory of the globe um, is, is against God. Or yeah. of the globe, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to trigger you. <laughs> I guess I should give you a trigger warning when I. <laughs> oh no, no, it's cool. I just think it's funny. Yeah, I'll say force a habit now and then. Yeah, exactly. Force a habit. <laughs> the trajectory of of humanity, <laughs> if you will, the trajectory of humanity. Uh, yeah, seems to be set against God, and 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 that's obvious. 
You know, there's just there's just no denying that. And I think it's laid out in scripture that 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 is how it's gonna be. Like the like yeah. The deception's gonna get greater and greater. The so, deception's gonna get greater and greater. Is that and that's leading, what I see happening? Yeah, so would that be leading up to um the whole idea of uh, I guess I guess like a tribulation type thing, or is that more so we've kind of gone past the thousand year reign and now we're entering the season of Satan deceiving the earth? Well, see, that's that's yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> I, yep. I I I really don't know because it seems like there's a lot to both of those ideas. Oh, you, you know? mentioned something. Was it yesterday? Because about... because okay, and, and real quick, and I don't want to, but but oh, what no people really, well, what what people really discount, you know, after they read, you know, I don't I don't mean to sound like a prick to anybody listening, but after they read or watch, you know, kind of the the amount of stuff, you know, that like you and I have, for example, it's like, I don't know, man. Like you know, you want to talk about Satan deceiving the world? Like the technology has has really. It's it's really done a number on humanity. I mean, just humanity, and yeah, it really makes you wonder because because you know, yeah that that looks like a well. This is the time period when when Satan is going to have like kind of the most sort of influence yeah. over these things because it just and whether or not the crazy stuff is true you know like the like the 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 brain waves and the and the and the and the nanobots and shit like that um like whether or not that stuff's true you know there's been whole documentaries about social media and how and what it's done to us and what it's done to relationships and what it's done to marriage and what it's done to the family and what it's done to gender and what it's you know so it's like it, whether or not the crazy stuff is true like the even the stuff we know about is is doing a tremendous number on humanity in term in terms of in terms of their very humanity because for me it always comes down to like well what does it mean made in god's image you know a lot of people say that's free will or a consciousness or a soul or what have you and it's like but the more we step into these devices and the more we step into these algorithms and the more we step into these systems and these ais and these companies and these currencies you know and these vaccines you know for example it's like well each little bit of that is a piece of our humanity that we're just letting a machine take over or a system take over or or an entity, if you will, <laughs> getting back to demons yeah. and what have you, depending on what you believe, take over. And so it's like, well, I mean, isn't that kind of the corruption of the soul? I mean, I, I don't I, I mean, again, you know, I can't I can't point to a verse where it says, hey, your iPhone's going to deceive you. <laughs> but 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 that's kind of my I'm kind of like, well, uh, look at what's happening. Like. You know, most of the organized religion, uh, most organized Christianity, mainstream Christianity, is is a hundred percent on board with with you know what are objective heresies, <laughs> like I, you know, like so. Yeah, that that to me really says like that that could be very that could really be a possibility yeah. of, of of the Satan and, and the deception because yeah. I mean, you're you know you're a bigot if you say male and female he made them. Well, you're a bigot now if you don't want to eat bugs. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you you said something the other day about uh, oh you you said you were talking to Meredith about the dual prof prophetic kind of um, idea. 
where yeah, something exactly. could be fulfilled yeah. in the time it was written, but also in the future time. Or very, and, yeah, very close to when it was written, and then also a, a spiritual context, or or much later on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that was a that that is something that if you're heavily into pre-mill, pre-mill that idea comes up a lot because you first have to explain. Uh, so there's a verse in Revelation that talks about there's five kings, um, or five kings have fallen. One is, and one is to come, and the, that seventh king will only be around for a short time. Well, if you look at the uh, Roman occupation in Jerusalem or th- that whole time period, there were five emperors. Um, the sixth emperor was, I think, Nero, and then the Nero or the the um, emperor following Nero, he was only around for like seven months, and that was all the while Jerusalem burning and the temple being destroyed and all that sort of thing. And so right. there's a Very lot clearly. of there's a lot of clear verses that you would have to be, uh, I don't like, it makes sense that a lot of those things were fulfilled back then. But then if you go into the whole idea of, well, they're dual meaning. So a lot of that stuff's going to play out again in the future. And I'm thinking like now I'm kind of thinking, so Satan had all, let's say Satan was thrown into the pit for a thousand years. He had all this time to conjure up, all the crap that's going on now, he knows the Bible, or, or at least he, he knows how to read it. He knows what's what's said in there, and he can manipulate any world event to kind of play out as, oh, this is actually Revelation. And be- Because I was convinced when being told, well, Israel became a nation in 1948, and you go down that whole thing, and that's fulfilling prophecy, so there's going to be a third temple and all that sort of thing. Well, well right, but now, real, real quick sidebar, like, like, that that whole vibe, and that's why I've rejected so much of that over the years, because I've just always leaned on that no man know, knows the day or the hour. So this whole like you know, there's this date and there's that date and this and this six 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 seven. But like I I don't I don't really get into that because it's kind of like no man knows the day or the hour. But anyways, continue. <laughs> the Jerusalem oh. 1948. Yeah. Well, real quick on that idea that no one knows the day or the hour. If you do kind of understand the context regarding that, you can know the season. You can even potentially know between a couple of days uh, of – so uh, back in the day, back in biblical times, they would have two people, two witnesses that would go and look for the new moon to – like after the new moon when it, when you first see the first sliver so that they could say, all right, this is the beginning of this month or whatever it is. And they even use that concept to say, oh, the, this festival starts on this day. And so – the, the context surrounding that verse is, well, those two witnesses do not know the day of the hour when they're going to see the sliver of the moon to, to, to signify the beginning of the month or whatever, but they know about when it's going to show up. So there is context surrounding that verse. Interesting. Interesting. Um, but that aside, so yeah, all the stuff regarding Israel, and I'm thinking to myself, um, now I'm thinking to myself, like, these people aren't even the same. They're not even descendants of Jacob. So regardless of who created, an, like obviously the Freemasons created the nation state of Israel, and they're all the ones running the show. And you've got all these Jews running every major corporation on the face of the earth. Right. Um, and they're, and like, really, they're not, really pushing the, the, the godlessness, if you will. Oh, yeah. Quite yes. frankly. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's appalling. It's. I mean, Absolutely. we we talk when you listen to this episode that dropped today. We we talked about that quite a bit, and uh, yeah, it's it's and, th- and that's my main concern, and that's my point to to like you know the post mill folks is that I'm like, okay, I get it. Let's build Jesus' kingdom. I'm I'm all in, 
and I, and I do think that should be our focus as the body of Christ, as the church of Christ. But, <laughs> you know, we are living, like I said, we're living in a time when, when at the very least, the visible body of Christ is, is signing off, again, on an accepting and welcoming in and promoting damnable heresies. Like, <laughs> it's just that simple. And that's not to say that a ton of people don't read the scriptures and have a relationship with Jesus Christ and 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 you know believe the Bible for what it says and things like that. But that's what really makes me think. I'm like, well, it it really looks like like at least in terms of humanity, Satan's going to have a have a good little time at, at least for some time. <laughs> yeah. You know, ah, shoot. Oh, oh, here's what I was going to ask you. Um, so you were talking about the whole the dual meaning and things like that. Well, let me ask you this. <laughs> and I'm sure you've how much reading have you done I guess uh, just so I know like of your knowledge and that sort of thing how much reading have you done about like all the like you know Aleister Crowley stuff and and Thelema and, and Tavistock and like all that kind of just weird shit like what do you, are you familiar with all that some of it um, yeah that's all pointing to Freemasonry and whatnot eh, kind of um it's it's a lot more like magic and sex magic and and that sort of thing. Oh, going down that road. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Anything I would know about it is just been like uh, a, a sound bite off a documentary or something yeah, okay. like that. Okay. So gotcha. I haven't gone really deep into. I, right. Like, to be honest, some of that stuff I don't even want to know, <laughs> or at least do my own investigative work. Like if someone tells yeah. me something, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's that's believable. But right. I really like some of that stuff is so creepy. It's it, yeah, it's it's you know yeah, it's, it's can be out there, but but it there's this there's this occult um, like a lot of these occultists and 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 magicians over the years and, and so on and so forth have have written about and discussed that the goal is they basically believe the biblical narrative of Revelation as an end times prophecy. The occultists uh -huh. do, and so their goal because they're against God is to bring this about. That's yeah. their stated goal, is to usher in the Antichrist, is to is to prop up an Antichrist, is to establish, you know, his rule here on earth, Satan's rule, ultimately, Luciferianism, basically. Um, and again, these are these are all, you know, people that are really into this stuff, like like probably Chris as, as he's listening to this, you know, because I know he's listened to a bunch of stuff, a bunch of episodes of THC that are about this and stuff. He probably understands that this a lot of this is a gross you know, oversimplification. Um, but that being said, I guess it's kind of my question because, you know, pre-mill, post-mill, you know, be that as it may, does it necessarily matter, <laughs> you know, roll with me here, if in fact there are people who are serving Satan, you know, through through their, their magic and their rituals and, and, and um, their Luciferianism, who are attempting to do that narrative because of because it's a known assault on God to establish an antichrist to establish you know like in that case I'm kind of like well does it really matter pre mill post mill like if these folks are trying to accomplish this thing like if that's their stated goal and these people that follow them and have followed them and read all their stuff you know over the years then does it really matter like pre mill or post mill cuz they're obviously going to try and they're the ones yeah. that are in charge, like these people that are in all these cults and these secret societies and things like that. It's like, well, the, you know, then, I mean, say what you will, but they're going to give it their best go. 
and and we're obviously going <laughs> to deal with that. And and it's number one um, enemy, just as you would look at society or, huma- or humanity or what have you, is Christianity. <laughs> like it just is. So something to think about as well. Yeah. In the context of pre-mill slash post-mill slash what have you. I guess the but only thing I would say is like depending on what your viewpoint is, it kind of changes the way – well, maybe it will, maybe it wouldn't. It kind of changes maybe the way you would live if you knew well, which part of the timeline you were in. Right, exactly. And that's that is kind of what makes me wonder because it's like, well, yeah, like are we – I mean are we out to set up Christ's kingdom on earth – or maybe it all just boils down to just like literally just sharing the gospel. Like that's what, that's what I've really become more and more convinced of. I'm like, that's the bottom line. Yeah. That's got to really become the priority. Yeah. So the reason why I'm kind of leaning more and more towards the idea that we're after the thousand years and Satan is loosed and he's deceiving the nations. Um, I was trying to tie it into something you said before. But, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, for for me, that makes the most sense with how everything's playing out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Like, I, you could easily say that all the events that are happening today are exactly what all of the beginning of Revelation talk about. But oh yeah, without without much difficulty, you could do that. Yeah. Yep. It's almost like self fulfillment fulfillment of prophecy. Well, like that's, it's not, that's what I mean. It's not so something God is... prophesies. It's something right. that they wanted to reenact again. Exactly, and that's that's really what I'm kind of tapping into and, and have been thinking about a lot because I've read a lot, and I can send you um, – I mean, if you don't mind, I don't know if you get time to read books or you do read books, but uh, Esoteric Hollywood by Jay Dyer, um, Sex, Cult, or, what's it, Sex, Cults, and Symbols in, in Hollywood Films. Uh, and, then, and then I read another – I read a, a book by Isaac Weishaupt about aliens, UFOs, and the occult. Um, and th- Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's great stuff. Um, but those two things, like you look at it, it's like, yeah, they, they really want to do this as an assault on God. So yeah, if you wanted to pull something out of scripture after the thousand years is what makes the most sense. Yeah. And Satan's deceiving the nations. Well, it even ties in with the whole idea of merging with machines. Yeah. Yeah. The transhumanist people, these people want to immortalize themselves, right? Put their brain in a machine. And so if you think about the concept of, let's say, okay, Jesus came back and reigned for a thousand years. All the people that were that had died for their faith, they were resurrected. So that, was, that would have been considered the first resurrection, and they would have had new, um, new bodies. And if these bodies are indestructible or incorruptible or whatever these bodies are, right. merging with robots is almost like Satan's way of mimicking that that idea of right it's yeah it's the knowledge of good and evil it's the did god surely say yeah yeah because that because then that's like well trade your soul to me i mean even as you know like that like you said the first thing or one of the first things you noticed when you became a christian and that's what jesse and i've talked about a lot too it's like man when you really look at it like boy all of this stuff out of hollywood all of this entertainment is is leading us to serve things and you know false gods basically yeah. And and we've just we we're just all in on it. I mean, just all in on it, you know. Well, and when I yeah, when I started realizing all the fakery in space, uh, it dawned on me that 
we get shown things when the technology is ready to show us. It's yeah. not because it happened by chance that we discovered how to fly in outer space. Precisely. Or it was, oh, we finally have the technology to green screen a spacewalk. Yep. So now let's yep. do it. <laughs> yeah. And and that's what makes me think with, with the with the you know, the whole UFO narrative and, and all that shit. That's what makes me think that we're about to be shown some new technology. It's and and and, and quite frankly or, we are. Or yeah, or well <laughs> back, back to the future. Genesis six technology, my man. Uh <laughs> Well, I, I watched a video. I actually I can't remember if I forwarded it to you or not. Because um, <laughs> one of the most bizarre things that goes back to that that Genesis six stuff, and and it actually popped up tangentially in in the group when I shared the link to that Hillary email, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Um, you know where she makes the joke about sacrificing a chicken to Moloch in the backyard. Oh yeah, yeah. joke yeah. joke supposedly. <laughs> and 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 it's like, but in, in the same email dump, and I'll I'll link it, you know, when I post this episode, so folks can go check it out. Uh, in that same email, you know, there's an email from her when she's Secretary of State, asking specifically, and it's named. This is what it says in the email, uh, you know, to try and find the bodies of the Nephilim in Iraq. Like like that's that's what the email says. So so it's like, okay, well. Didn't they find a body of um, well, Gilgamesh, Gilgamesh or whatever? Yeah, yeah, that's what they claim. And and I actually, and this is what was so bizarre, and I really wanted to send it to Jesse too. It's uh, <laughs> so basically this guy, and it's a it's a little loose, but but it's an interesting vid. Um, and I think it, it was actually maybe from the early '90s. Like it looked like an old it looked like old footage, mm -hmm. uh, but it was a pastor, and he was basically saying, <laughs> I mean, you know, and it's kind of like, well. You know, that's an option, too. Uh, he, he, I mean, he, he basically says that Gilgamesh um, fulfills a lot of the prophecies, supposedly, um, about the Antichrist. Uh, that he'll come up out of water. Uh, his sarcophagus, they had to drain the whole thing. The, the sarco it was filled with water. Um, you know, he, he was a giant, like a god. Like, like the, he was supposedly Nimrod. Which was which was the mighty man before God and all all this crazy stuff and he kind of goes through a bunch of stuff in Revelation and talks about how that that could refer to uh, Gilgamesh and then he talks about how you know what happened with nine eleven and then we went directly into Iraq and I think it was within a month of being in Iraq you know we supposedly dug up Gilgamesh it's like. You know, and then there's all that really weird, bizarre stuff with all the artifacts and the State Department and the Department of Homeland Security and fucking Hobby Lobby of all things. You know, you know. Let's just throw that in there. Well, yeah, and it's it's kind of <laughs> like, well, something is going on with that stuff. You know, yeah. and these artifacts and Gilgamesh and, and what have you. I, you know, it, I guess at best, or you know the 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 layman or the normie maybe ex acceptance would be like well you know it's archaeology blah 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 uh, maybe they would dip their toe into the idea that there's ancient technology or what have you um, but yeah I really I really think you know there's something more to it whether it's it, because there's there's been a global or this pardon me a, a society wide <laughs> push for for DNA collection over the last five yeah. years it's it's undeniable. It just it is a thing that's happened, and there's been there's been an undeniable push for DNA collection, and then you factor in the stuff with the abortion, 
and and all of the bizarre shit that goes on with those and the reports of sold bodies and fetal parts and vaccines and so on and so forth. It's like, okay, well, something's going on with the gene pool. Well, they don't, even I don't want I, they don't want you don't donating think we're blood now. Privy, privy to it. Well, they I don't really want don't. you donating blood now if you've gotten the COVID vax. Yeah, if you've gotten the jab, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So I if, think if that, they really need this blood. What the hell are they doing with it? Right. So yeah, yeah. Um, and that kind of ties well, into. So you were talking about um, Nimrod, right? Yeah, and Gilgamesh. Yeah. Um, so Nimrod was obviously he he kind of he built was it the Tower of Babel? I believe so. And then, yeah. And then afterward, God kind of dispersed the people to all all on the face of the earth. So if you think That's about says, all yeah. these, so if you think well, about what do you all think these that cultures, was? Though? What do you think the Tower of Babel was? Um, because I don't think it was a literal tower. Like I don't, I don't, I don't think you know. Like we, we have a story. We, we have like a, a cartoon Bible picture of like you know folks trying to build a tower to <laughs> climb it to God. I don't think yeah. that's what it was. Well, I think because when you look at the language and the people and the verbiage about the people and the DNA and genetics, it's like I don't know if it was technology. I don't know if it was DNA. I don't know if it was. I feel like there's something more to the story. Is all. Yeah, I would not be surprised in the least if they had super technology right right so um but what was it i don't know if the ta- if, if it was a tower or if it was technology or if it was a portal or whatever yeah just because the text doesn't specify i'm like well okay it'd be really cool to know what it was but i'm not sure, sure. it matters in the constant in the context of this is kind of a different trail but um after all these people get scattered throughout the earth their languages get switched around and everything it, but if you actually look at all these cultures, they talk about a person, whether it's Nimrod or Gilgamesh or Osiris yeah. or yeah. whatever name you want to th- throw a name and let it stick. Um, yeah, in those ancient texts, yeah. And they all kind of it, agree on a bit of a story. Yeah, it's all yeah. pointing to the same guy. So yeah. somehow they knew – well, no, somehow uh, – so I guess one culture doesn't think that it's the same guy towards another culture, but – there's definitely parallels. So, um, right. Yeah. And that really so makes if, you wonder, cause like I said, you can't ignore this stuff with Iraq. Right. And, and it was obviously a lie. Cause we all know nine 11 was a lie. Like, I mean, it's like, you know, so, so there was some obvious, you know, I, I don't know, something that, that had to happen to, to, uh, to get us on that path. And for what I, I don't believe has remotely been revealed. I mean, for years, the joke was, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, we, we went there for oil. Bullshit WMDs. And it's like, <laughs> I, I don't feel like it was oil. Like, <laughs> so. Yeah, probably not. Exactly. Um, oh, you had asked earlier about the pyramids. Or not oh, yeah, asked, right. but you, meant, you mentioned the period, pyramids. Um, so there was one documentary I, I watched recently that was – they were basically making the case that the pyramids are a lot newer than we're told, and it would have been a lot easier for them to build them than we thought. And uh, it goes through some guy who was able to actually build bricks using different material. Like It was almost like making wet cement and having it harden, and it was almost like identical to the sandstone. Uh, is it sandstone? I'm not sure. Um Whatever they're, whatever the pyramids are told that they're made out of, so all the bricks that we see on the pyramids were apparently just made in place instead of carried from however far away they wanted. They needed all these slaves to carry twenty ton bricks, but 
Uh, so supposedly, what's his name, Napoleon? He went into Egypt in, what was that? When was he around? Was that in the 1700s? Oh, I'm, I'm terrible at that. I think so. I really so, don't know, yeah. Um, because if you look at the way the dimensions of the pyramids, it's in, it's you can make the case that it was it, uh, the metric system was used. Yeah, 1700s. Which the metric system wasn't around until around Napoleon's time, I think. Right. And so the argument is that once he went into Egypt, he actually um, organized them to create the pyramids. So whether or not that's true, yeah, that's I don't crazy. Know, but it make, makes sense. Well, that's yeah, that's one theory. My my current theory, you know, about the pyramids is just well, they were built by these guys, you know, the, the Nimrod or who, or whoever else. Um, I wouldn't be surprised I, if um, he was in that. Like, I really think, I really honestly think that they were the Tower of Babel. Because, oh, the, because the pyramids, yeah. 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 Because, because if you look, um, and I don't, I don't know if you've done any of this stuff, but I actually just saw a clip about this the other day, about where all of the pyramids are laid out and how they correspond to all different kinds of stars and all different kinds of other pyramids in the world. Yeah. And if they, and if um, the, the video that I was showing, and I don't know if it, exactly works out because obviously it was you know he could have fudged his numbers or whatever but this this guy was making the point that on a flat earth <laughs> a flat <laughs> earth model yeah exactly on a flat earth model if you take where the pyramids are aligned they 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 very clearly kind of make like these different cubes and these different shapes through all of these major cities where there's huge um you know, like all the all the major financial centers uh, of the world <laughs> are London on the, and New York. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're all on these lines. Yeah, and it's and it's kind of like, well, that's the kind of thing that I'm like, I feel like there's something to that because and and part of this, and I I finished this book and I can send it to you if you want. This is this was a great book. Uh, it's by Dr. Joseph Farrell. It's called Hidden Finance, Rogue Networks, and Secret Sorcery: The Fascist mm. International, 9/11, and Penetrated Operations. And he makes he makes a very interesting case in this book that I have never heard anywhere else, uh, not in all my you know years of watching nine eleven documentaries and that sort of thing. <laughs> uh, so he he basically makes the case that there were three levels, and <clears throat> to nine eleven, and of course the first level is what we have where it's like okay hey two planes hit buildings nineteen hijackers you know that's level one. Le level two is, you know, that's obviously not the case, <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, like, like, like yeah, like, like kind of, and he kind of goes through that and he's like, you know, all, all the shit that doesn't add up. Um, it's very clear, like even, even on the, on the basis of the, as you know, um, you know, all the NORAD stuff that was going on that day, like they're literally simulating planes flying into buildings. Like there is, there's, there's um, air traffic controller tape from nine 11 that you can listen to, I and I've done it, um, where they're saying, "Is this is this real or part of the simulation?" At the, at the oh, very wow. onset of the attacks, yeah, 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 because because there were that many. I mean, it was just bizarre. Dude. Like, the, it's no possible way it was a coincidence. But that was level two, where Dick Cheney, uh, most likely George Bush, for sure Donald Rumsfeld, like these folks knew that there was something else up. Uh, the case that he makes for a level three, however, <laughs> is very interesting. And that is sort of based on that there was there was another level 
that that sort of changed the day for even level two. And he makes that case primarily centered around kind of George Bush uh-huh. because, you know, and I, I don't know if you know this, but he, uh, cause he, he went on TV after the, after the planes hit and he's uh, from the school in Florida and he's like, I'm flying to Washington. I'll address the nation there. Like that's what he told us he's going to do. And then he stopped at two other locations before then. And one of them, if I'm not mistaken, he made an address from, but what Dr. Farrell points out is that both locations were critical infrastructure to um, our nuclear arsenal. And he also, he also goes through some other stuff that happened with the towers and with the Pentagon on the day of where it's like, there was something else going on that many people weren't aware of at all. And, and a couple of key points of evidence for that are like the trading that was going on, uh, all the shorting of the airline stock beforehand. And then uh-huh. there was actually, there was trading and fraud that the SEC was looking into that was happening literally as the towers were burning, right? So somebody knew. Uh, everybody's familiar with the dancing Israelis, right? Like there's things like that. It's like, okay. Yep. That, you know, so they obviously knew or somehow. Um, but it, but he kind of makes the point, not to necessarily spoil the book, but he kind of makes the point, uh, at least from what I remember, that the towers were not supposed to come down. He makes the point that the the Bush Cheney slash military industrial complex goal of that day was to slam some pl- put some planes into some buildings, um, and and then you can terrorize the American people. You can get the TSA. You can have the Patriot Act. You can have uh, virtually everything that we had off of just the planes going to the towers easily. Yeah. And he says that that then the towers were brought down by a third party a non-state actor, a fascist international, uh, a corporatocracy, like what, whatever you want to call it. Um, because it's, it's just too bizarre. Everything that happened with it is just too bizarre. And, and it's really even cause he discusses a couple of the different theories about, you know, necessarily what you'd call the murder weapon. And, and it's like, you know, cause the planes didn't bring down the buildings. There's, there's no way in the physics that we understand that, that that happened. Yeah. It's never happened before. There's been buildings that have been far weaker and far stronger, struck with all different kinds of planes through over history, and it's never happened. So that we know it can't happen. Um, but whether or not it was like some sort of exotic technology or space weaponry or or who knows, who knows. Well, and there's and there's thought? and there's evidence for all that stuff, really. Yeah. When you get into it, <laughs> have you seen any of the people who kind of? make the case that uh, all the planes that we see and all the footage was CGI and the raw footage never had any planes at all. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of that? I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Um, There's some, I mean, (laughs) flight 93 did shit is so bizarre and so much stuff doesn't add up. I mean, yeah, that, that wouldn't surprise me at all. That wouldn't surprise imagine, me. Imagine imagine it wouldn't surprise me if they literally disappeared the planes, hijacked them themselves, <laughs> yeah. and, and just took the people off the grid and were like, Well, you're dead to society now, and then fucking did whatever they want with them. You know, split, split their brains open, mash their atoms, whatever whatever you want to do to them. Uh, I'm I'm dead serious because because yeah, the particularly flight ninety three, because they supposedly made these phone calls at that point with the phones, there, there's no possible way the technology could have made the, the phone calls that they said they did from the air. It, did, it didn't exist at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and, and just so on and so forth. It's just, it's, it's clearly faked. <laughs> like, that's just, so, for what purpose, uh, or what end goal, rather, I guess, and, and by whom is really the question. But yeah. but that's, that's the thing, because the point he makes in this book and the point that he's making now, uh, because I'm a member of his site, the point that he's making now is follow the money, and it's really not looking good. Because, like, even you and I have talked about with this crypto and stuff like that, like, money is really disappearing. Like, like over cash. the years. It just, just straight up, yeah, money is, like, di- disappearing. Oh. Because, like, 9-11, for example. Yeah. So, so that, that was the big crime. The crime had nothing to do with the planes and the buildings and, or even Iraq or anything like that. The crime was, or the biggest crime, is Larry Silverstein. And the crime was the the shorting of the airline stocks. And the crime was the uh, uh, $2.3 trillion that the day before Donald Rumsfeld said, hey, we're missing this, and then chuckled. And then, right. and then the, and then a missile struck the Pentagon where, where all the records are kept, yeah. you know, like, yeah. like this, this, this is the problem. And, and that's, you know, I think, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's going to something tremendously nefarious. So you know, it was, you have apologies, space, space weapons, whatever. So it's almost like it was a distraction, but also yeah. a tool to take more control. Well, almost. And, yeah. And, and, and do a lot of, really shady financial stuff i mean it's yeah. just unbelievable you know right well, i just meant on the surface like I, in order to, to cover up the financial stuff yeah exactly but, but that's um, precisely it. yeah so let's say that these planes were kind of cgi what if that also kind of tied into Bluebeam, project Bluebeam, with getting people to believe something whether right they saw one thing versus another or not well, you know what, what? I mean, what most conspiracy theorists, or, what, or whatever you want to call them, um, me and you, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. What, what most of them, I think, believe or, or, you know, kind of say is that, is that nine eleven was just a, a variation on um, Operation Northwoods. Are you familiar with Operation Northwoods? I've probably I, I, uh, heard I've, about it before. I can't. So that's the one. Name. This is the one they went to Kennedy with. Oh, okay. The plan was, yeah, this the the, the plan was to take um, empty jets actually up over the Cuban sky, uh, or uh, up off of Miami rather, uh, up off of Florida, and blow them up up in the air, and tell the American people that the Cubans did it, so that we could start a war with Cuba. Mm. This it's the plan. It was called Operation Northwoods. They took it to the president. They said, "Look, this will get us into Cuba," uh, and he turned it down. And and that's basically what what a lot of people say was was a was a predecessor for um, what happened with nine eleven, and they just yeah. basically literally faked the planes. Yeah, well, it's the same thing that happened in uh, Vietnam, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Gulf of Tonkin. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? I mean, pick your well, war. Or pick yeah, your, exactly. Pick Precisely. your world event. <laughs> well, and what do you think? And maybe we can, you know, I don't I don't know if you have a bedtime, but we, you know, we can kind of maybe second half it with this kind of idea, but it's like, so what do you think about this idea that's floating out there? And this, this is what I've been talking about with you and, and what I talked about on the show that, that you can listen to that came out today. Mm-hmm. But what do you think about this? Like that somebody or something, and you know, people say it's Q majestic 12 Trump, wh- whatever. 
and I'm and I'm kind of I don't really I'm not necessarily interested in parsing out the differences in those. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like it, honestly, it could be just a nameless. It could be it be you know fill in Trump in, in your mind if you want. I, I really don't care. Fill in whoever. But what do you think about this idea that like somebody will say like you know truly expose all this stuff you know like Epstein and and 9/11 and the UFO file and you know all the secrets they've been keeping from us and blah 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 blah. blah. What, what do you think about this? Because it's a really, really popular narrative. It was a really popular narrative for many years, or, or you know, over the Trump years, with uh, with Q, right? Like that was their whole thing, yeah. And uh, and, and which is obviously bullshit, <laughs> you know. Um, but what do you think about that? Do you think there's anything to that? Do you think there's well, a, a possibility? Yeah. What have you read about that concept or that you know? Because I mean, the, the Majestic Twelve and Q and like the, these, you know clowns have been saying that there's going to be uh, a use of the emergency broadcast system in order to, to expose the election fraud and expose Epstein, expose, you know, and, and just truth telling, truth telling. Everybody's going to understand. Like, what do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, it's funny because <laughs> back before, uh, no, no, no. So leading up to the year 2020, right. I was supporting Trump. Like I couldn't vote, but like, um, like mentally, I was supporting all of his policies. I was supporting um, leading his, up to 2020. No kidding, right? So leading up to 2020, and so there was actually oh, so a you, while. You kind of slowly came awake to to the. That's that's bizarre, man. Yeah. So, well, it's funny. <laughs> we can we can even go back further back whenever because didn't Trump wasn't there some um, idea that he was going to run a lot sooner? Like back back when Obama. Oh yeah. Running? Well. Yeah, he had been talking about it for like twenty years. I, I mean, literally, yeah. there's there's clips of him on TV, you know, in the eighties. Like when I heard that back then, I'm like, dude, this guy's a puppet, hundred percent. Because there was people like Ricky who was gonna back Trump, and even back then, right? Um, so anyway, moving going forward, uh, leading up to 2020, as soon as uh, I started, well, this is even in 2019, you started hearing about COVID over in uh, China. And I literally told a coworker, I told him, you know what? It doesn't matter whether it's real, whether it's fake, whether it's the flu or whatever. It's whatever people's perception is, is what it is. And he agreed with me because he was, so his mother, uh, yeah, his mother lives up in Colorado and she was freaking out. And this was in 2019. And he was like, oh, it's nothing. You're living in Colorado. The COVID's not even going to get you there. Fast forward uh, just a couple months, him and everyone else that I talked to about um, how silly this sounded were all com turned completely paranoid. Oh, and yeah. As, a thousand masks. Yeah. They're, they're not leaving their homes. <laughs> yeah. And as soon as Trump closed, uh, did the shut the, the lockdown for the for, for, what was it? The first 15 days, I immediately jumped ship. Immediately, I jumped ship on him and I jumped ship on Q because I was uh, looking into Q back then too. Yeah. And um, now I'm just like, when it comes to Luciferianism, you have this kind of duality idea where you have um, Lucifer as the angel of light and then you have Satan, right? So it's almost like a bipolar God figure. Right, right. Um, yeah. And so he controls he would call the black hats but he also or, controls or might what I he say, would call the white hats might might i say the uh the the transgendered god baphomet <laughs> yes <laughs> i mean seriously dude it's it, so so 
Have you ever listened to any of Tracy Twyman's stuff? The the name does not sound familiar. She she was a researcher um, uh, and an author. I think she has a couple of books. Um, but but I I'm familiar with her because she was a guest on the Higher Side Chats, the THC show that's mm-hmm. been a conspiracy podcast for a long time. And I'll actually uh, mm-hmm. I'll pull some of her episodes and send them to you. Uh, but that being said, she discusses I mean just just really really far out there stuff. Um, I mean I mean really, but but in this context of like the Luciferianism and and the Baphomet stuff like that, because that was my question and, and I'll, I'll cut his name out, but you remember at harvest, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. I asked him at one point because it was at harvest that I, I first started, you know, I'm kind of like, you know, well, what's up with nine 11? Like none of that shit makes sense, you know? And, and I started reading about it and that sort of thing. And, and me and him used to joke about, you know, jet fuel can't melt steel beams, blah, 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 blah. And as I first started to run across this idea of like Satanism and Luciferianism or, or what have you, in, in symbols and in media and Disney and what have you, you know, I asked him about that because he's a musician and he, you know, is a fan of U2 and, and some other, you know, popular stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I asked him, I was like, so what, do you think there's anything to that? Because there's a whole lot of Satanism in the music industry. Like it's just, it's just, and I remember, you know, at that time, <laughs> ashamedly, <laughs> uh, you know, I was like a fan of like music, like Katy Perry, like top 40 shit. And, I forget what it was. There was some Lady Gaga video. Um, and I mean, you know, they're all atrocious now. But, but like, right. like I remember, and, but this was one of those ones that like really made headlines. And, you know, it's like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, I, and I, if I recall, it was like full on, like, you know, goat's heads, like lo- looked like there was a sacrifice at one point, like just a really dark, you know, you know, video. And, and I, so I asked him, I'm like, so is there just nothing to that then? Like, because I was talking to him in the context of or the way our parents were, <laughs> you know, like the satanic panic, you know, hell's bells, like, you know, oh, you know, the, the downbeat is going to send you to hell. Kind of the people that believe that way, because that's yeah. how I grew up. You know, I wasn't allowed to listen to rock music. I wasn't allowed to listen to any of that kind of stuff. And I asked him and I'm like, so if that's not true, because he he's like, you know, th- those people think there's a demon under every rock and they do. And. I'm like, but if it's not that, then what is it? And he told me, he's like, well, I think a lot of times they do it just for the shock value, just for the headlines, just for the shares, just for the retweets. You know, like if, if, if Katy Perry or whoever can do a Super Bowl where the next day there's going to be, you know, a hundred videos on YouTube talking about how she worships Satan, then that's all just publicity for her. And I can see that. I can see yeah. that. But. <laughs> oh, huge but. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like, but now we also have like, you know, Nas X and his Satan shoes and the human blood and like this kind of stuff. And so it's like, okay, well, is that just for the shock value too? Like he's just trying to sell like, you know, a couple more albums too. And at what point are we going to sort of pump the brakes here and say, well, that's too far. Like forget your shock value stuff. And, And that's what makes me think, again, there's a possibility that we're, after that thousand years, and that Satan's deceiving the nations. Oh yes, one of the, like I said, I'm getting more and more convinced that that's the case. Yeah, like I haven't found something that can really blow it um, out of the water. Destroy, yeah, destroy the argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really interesting. Um, and I and I kind of left Jesse with that last night as we were talking about different stuff. I was like, look, man, I, I guess I'm just gonna have to dig into it because, you know, the post mill stuff to me is is just not there as, as we've discussed 
Um, and neither is this whole, because, because the whole, you know, the basic narrative of like tribulations and raptures and stuff that, that sort of goes along with like, you know, left behind kind of thing. Yeah. I've never been on board with that. I, I just don't think it's in scripture and that sort of thing. So yeah, I guess I'm going to have to get in and, and, and kind of sort wade through it myself. Um, yeah, there's because, definitely yeah, a lot of different viewpoints and it's, yeah, sometimes it's hard to keep them all straight. And, but, I, but I will say this, like if I look at the, the, the world or, or society through my beliefs and my faith as a Christian, there's, there's, there's not a doubt in my mind that Satan's deceiving the nations. You know, you, you, it's just inescapable. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it Anyways, even going down to rewriting history books. I mean, it's, Oh yeah. 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 Quite literally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and again, I don't, you know, if, like I said, if you want to go to bed at any point, just let me know. But, uh, so what do you think the vaccine is <laughs> or what do you think? What do you, what do you, think, <laughs> you know, what do you, what do you think it actually is? What, or do you think there's anything, you know, what do you think it's a grand experiment? You think they're just pulling off an experiment? You think that it is something, uh, demonic? What do you think about the magnets on the arms? Do you think there's anything to those? Do you think they're all fake? Like what, what, what do you got for me? <laughs> well, um, I mean, I know you've seen a lot of the same stuff that I have, you know, been in the groups and stuff, but, but what's your takeaway? What, which one makes the most sense? <laughs> well, based on some of the ingredients, like there was a doctor, uh, I can't remember her name, but she was doing an interview with someone I actually kind of like to listen to. Um, and I don't know how he got this doctor on, which makes me kind of, seems kind of suspicious, but, um, the doctor was talking about some of the actual ingredients going into the mRNA vaccines. Um, all the way down to like that hydrogel. Have you heard about that? Um, I've seen some posts about it on tele on like on Telegram, but not much. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if they're actually changing people's DNAs. I wouldn't like. There's nothing surprising about that. Right. Is that is that exact is that actually what they are? I'm not sure. Um, yeah. I don't I'm think. Not I don't think it's the mark of the beast, you know, like every, like there's a lot of people who started coming out saying, Oh, that's the mark of the beast. Uh, yeah. I don't uh, think it is either. So I don't think it is either. Um, it, yeah. that that just doesn't make sense to me. Like something physical being a mark of the beast doesn't make sense to me. Um, really? So what do you think? What do you think the mark is? Or what's um, your take on that? So there's two, two ways I could kind of go. One is a physical where if you look back in, the early was it like 2013 when ISIS was going around, like in Egypt and right. all those nations. Um, there were villages that would just get overrun by these ISIS people, and they would come in and take possession of everything. And they would tell people, "Hey, oh, because like these were Christian villages, and they would go in and say, hey, you can convert to uh, to Islam, um, and that way we'll keep doing we'll let you keep running your business or." We'll let you still live here so you convert to islam but then you have to wear this almost like a bandana around your head or you could wear it around on your right arm and it was basically uh, a mark of your acceptance of islam yeah exactly or and or worshiping an christ if you will yeah so in that sense that makes sense to be something like a mark of the beast um but i think it's more to do with well your right hand deals with the works that you do and your forehead deals with your your faith and your beliefs so if you're going to deny christ and accept whatever system or uh, 
heresy society <laughs> or whatever the government wants to enforce yeah. you just go along with it so that's your your faith you're denying christ if you're being told to so and, you think it's entirely symbolic <sighs> i know it's a tough one isn't it because <laughs> it could be it could be and I, I you know i i see what you're saying and i've i've seen some of that stuff recently too you know where people are making arguments that it's like no it's 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 a symbolic thing of of because, because you know, the like, the, and then there's the people that go back to like, they're like, okay, what, well, where else were marks mentioned in the Bible? And it's like the mark of Cain, you know. Well, what was that? Yeah, like we we don't really know. We know that there was something that when he went into other villages, people knew that he was cursed and that they would they should not kill him. Uh, you know, I, I forget the exact verbiage, but but that that was the nature of that, and it was a mark that God put on him, and we don't know what it was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure even in like 70 AD, I, th I think I remember hearing about. Yeah, Nero did the same kind of thing with the commerce. Yeah, right. that's that's so, the post mill viewpoint. The post mill viewpoint is that Nero fulfilled that entirely. It's not just the post mill. It's also um, the um, the amillennial view, and I think you mentioned the preterist viewpoint. Yeah, uh, which preterism is kind of weird, but. Um, it's pretty much just so in pre-mill you would say, well, that was one fulfillment, and now we have the second fulfillment in the future or whatever. So, to the end of the age, right? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I think it makes sense for it. so if we're living in the after the thousand years and whatnot, it makes sense for it to have been that physical thing that the Roman the Romans enforced, right? So, but if it's but dealing the, with more of a symbolic thing. And yeah, I think it has to be literally your faith and your works. Well, your faith more so than your works, but that's interesting. Yeah. But then when I start thinking about about that kind of stuff, I'm like, well, like that's the real challenge for me. And I'm sure I'm sure this will resonate with you as a, as a as a father as well. You know, because it's like, well, well, okay, because people think I, you know want my kids to be, you know, weirdos or whatever. And it's like, well, <laughs> no, but you know, how much of like this system and it, it just in all of its glory, you know, the, the entertainment and the food and the medicine and, and, and all of it, like, you know, how do I, how do I keep this from them? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Um, and how do I parse it down to where they can believe it? Because, because, you know, and I don't mean to sound like I'm fear mongering or whatever, but I do believe. And of course, every generation has always thought, Oh, it's worse now than it ever has been. I get that. You know, our parents thought the same thing when they were trying to make rules for us, but it's like, well, now it really seems like, because if they go to public school, like they're, they're going to have this whole gender bender, you know, godless nonsense. Yeah. Um, jam down their throat, <laughs> you, you know, and if the, and if they ever get on social media, it's going to be jammed down their throat there. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you know, so what, what's, <laughs> what's your solution here? And, and have you found any lasting <laughs> comfort? I mean, my kids, or is that our that. job? Is our, is our job just to be the, just to be the priest of the home and say, no, nope, no to this, no to that, no to this. Nope. That's demons. Get it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, I don't even. How old know are your I'm, kids? 
Let's see, Ryan, he's going to be six in July. Oh, yeah. He's going to be, what, four? Nice. Uh, well, September. You, well, you guys are about like us. Yeah, we're, we're, we're seven and five over here, so. Okay. Yeah, so he. I, I he, think about he, it every day, though, dude. Yeah. It worries me. Uh, right now, he's going to a Lutheran, uh, like, private school. Yeah. So, which is nice, because they didn't do any of the masks or anything like that. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah, but I think he's only get. I think they only go up to first grade. So I don't know what I'm going to do after that. Yeah, I would yeah. just homeschool, but I, it's very hard for us to do that. Yeah. yeah. Is 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 your wife working? Uh no, no, she doesn't. Oh, well, so she, she could, she could, she could. Um, <laughs> There's there's some stuff I'd like to teach Ryan like you know I used to be halfway decent at math so having that experience of going through homework with your kids it um, <laughs> yeah sound fun but you know having it at least once <laughs> yeah yeah I don't know man I I, I don't know yeah you know, I don't know because I mean depending on how you believe like we'll, you know we'll we'll be we'll be in forced vaccination territory before long um, but as far as the vaccines I'm I'm, I'm I'm kind of with you. Like, I don't, I, I don't really know. I don't know. You know, I've been trying vaccines since 20, what, 2011, 2012. Yeah. Somewhere's around there. Yeah. And no, it's, I think and it's, it's, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say it's, it, it's, you know, and we talked about this on the episode that comes out today, you know, uh, that's what Matt mentioned is, is, um, you know the way the memes were like priming this this moment of of this social justice sort of you know virtue signaling wave of of you know you have to wear your mask to protect me kind of kind of nonsensical BS like it was it was programmed into culture by all those that that anti-vax like meme stuff over the last five years it was pushed it was forced you couldn't avoid it anywhere. Um, and it was just, and and now it's kind of like, now that we've beat it in that you are an absolute idiot if you would deny vaccines. Well, boom! Now we could just have the have the vax or have the pandemic where, you know, half the people in society will do the work for us because they're going to walk around saying, "Well, you're an idiot," you know. But look at polio; it's gone. Don't you understand? Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, seriously, we we've been programmed to that point where now. You know, my body, my choice, unless unless you don't want to take a vaccine, <laughs> you know, which is clown world, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're definitely there now. Um, whether, whether or not we'll get there in the States or not, uh, I yeah, don't know, it, but it does seem like there's quite a large number of people that are at least starting to question nowadays. I think so. Yeah. I don't know yeah, if it's reaching lot- that breaking point, but who knows? We we could be closer than we think. Well, and, they, and, and, but that's, that kind of is a little, I mean, not what I'm necessarily worried about, but that's kind of what I'm looking on the horizon at is I'm like, well, okay. I've known this stuff all along. You know, you've known this stuff all along. I, ne- I never bought it. I could see what, see what the game was, but if everybody's going to find out collectively, because there's some people that claim, <laughs> some people that claim that, the first big blow in sort of the vaccine agenda is going to be 
when they announced that that it's um, that it makes men infertile entirely. Whether or not that's true, you know, or what what have you. But I think about a, a thing like that, and I'm like, okay, well, how's that going to go on the global stage? And precisely, what is what is the end goal of that sort of thing? You know, because yeah. because I mean, you know, if people wanted to take to the streets over over some footage they saw, uh, you know, of of a police killing or something like that, you know, you don't think they're going to do that when when it's when when there's a very serious side effect that's announced, perhaps? Like I, I would think they would. Because all the all these young people that got it, like I don't know, I don't know. But then there's a lot of people that also say that 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 their experience has been with people that get it that they lose a lot of their spark. And so there's a lot of people that say that it really just has something to do with that, like you know, yeah. uh, sort of what what makes you you or your autonomy or or dare I say the soul or what have you. So I don't know, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I don't know what the timeline is going to be, but I do think that there's going to be a conclusion to this mass vaccination. And I don't think it's pretty. Oh, that's what, that's what, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope, <laughs> I well, hope. Sure. Yeah. I, mean, I hope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope, I hope the headline tomorrow is, you know, haha, it was just saline and COVID's joke, you know, right. <laughs> <laughs> go, go back to, you know, uh, you know, Cheetos and call of duty. But, but I really don't think that's going to be what it is. I think it's going to, you know, I don't know. I think it's going to be something specific. Uh, and then there's a lot of people again, compl- you know, like I think you mentioned the hydrogel a minute ago. There's a lot of people claiming that that it really is a physical giving yourself over to some sort of uh, electromagnetic or quantum, if you will, uh, computer or or what have you, to use humans as as conductible receivers or what have you. So I don't know, and all that's possible based on what I, but it's based on what I've kind of read. Yeah. There's this term I can't remember who coined it, but uh, they were talking about with with the five G and with the chemtrails and everything. They're right, turning that's bizarre up, too. Yeah, yeah, they're turning us into wetware, to where because we're ingesting more uh, more and more heavier metals like aluminum and all that sort of thing. We're almost becoming more conductive for like the five G network somehow. Right, and like so, some. Some we're we're becoming some version of the grid, un, unknowingly. Yeah, and it goes back to what you said earlier about piece by piece giving up more and more of your humanity. Well, the humanity, the soul. Yeah. The simple fact that you're just going to accept a, a, a jab without doing any investigation or nothing, just ba- based on only what you see have seen on the TV, not based on yeah. your real world experience, but just based on what you hear on the TV. Right. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty bizarre, man. It's pretty bizarre, and and there's and I absolutely believe this. There's been multiple reports. I've seen quite a few of these over Telegram over the last two months of people that have specifically had um, sometimes debilitating side effects uh, or bedridden or what have you, and and they won't they won't report it as uh, you know related to the vaccine. Because they're so dialed into the idea that, like, no, this this has to get out. We all have to get this so we can beat this thing. Like, I don't want to be like, I'm sure I'm just an outlier, and I 100% believe that. Like, because these, I say these people, you know, I'm not trying to be rude, but like, they're so dialed in. Like, this is what really pissed Matt and I off about six months ago, eight months ago, I guess now, maybe more, a year ago, even <laughs> as we're coming up on, you know, because we were like, what the hell? How can you? people possibly be buying 
what is demonstrably false. Yeah. And and yet and yet and now they are in in terms of this vaccine. And uh, yeah, it really makes me wonder because the other thing you mentioned five G, uh, I never seriously entertained. Matt seriously entertained, and I believe on an episode. Uh, so if you're listening back, you'll probably run into it. But he entertained the idea that the sickness, and a lot of people did at the beginning, um, that the sickness is, is entirely radio wave or electromagnetic frequencies um, yeah. because of 5G or you know what have you. Now, <laughs> again, I, ne- I never seriously entertained that idea. T- to me, that's bizarre. But I've read a lot of stuff about the 5G and the radio waves and frequencies, and you know, there's something to that too. Like you mm-hmm. can't tell me that we're supposed to be, you know, subjected to Wi-Fi frequencies all the time, like we are. We're just we're not, and you can't tell me that. But <laughs> I heard a guy talking about, uh, I think it was on a podcast or something, and he was talking about the parallels between this and the Spanish flu. Have you seen any of this? Like about the oh, whole yeah. mask thing, and yep. and 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 the timeline. The 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 particularly bizarre part is that the timeline. Of the Spanish flu, uh, from when they officially like when it's on record that they officially had a radio signal that could that could that could you know trans or go go across the whole world. Yeah, the timeline from when that happened to when the Spanish flu happened is right about consistent with the timeline of turning on five G and testing it for the first time and COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and then and then and then there's the same thing where the elite demanded that everybody wear masks, and the people were like bullshit. Like it's kind of like whoa, this boy, this is freaky. Like <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it really makes you wonder. It's like, well, damn. Like maybe somebody, maybe it's literally just the rich and powerful just 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 rewrite just doing the script again. Yeah, and with with it, just different technologies. I think leading up to that, that kind of t- goes back to the whole Tartaria stuff, but. Um... With the whole great reset that they're trying to do now, it was almost right. like they did a reset back then to kind of get rid of a lot of um, like archaeological evidence and so forth. Well, um, and because you mentioned archaeological evidence, but I, I think it's financial crimes, and I think too. that might be a component because because I think I think the elite and and the controlling sort of interests in in whatever industry is top, like like you know right now tech data space quote unquote you know whatever you believe that is like the, you know those are leading industries right um at that time it would have been railroads and different things like that and i think i think what happens is the controlling influences get to a point where their their crimes quite literally against humanity get to a point where they can no longer hide them they can just literally no longer hide them and i absolutely believe that that's a big part of you know and maybe crypto is I don't know the mark of the beast or whoever, whatever. But I mean, seriously, you know, okay, maybe, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, but I think a big component of it is, is this hiding the financial crimes? Like, cause make no mistake that that's happening right now with, with, with the coins be, being created and the massive, massive, massive amount of, of liquidity that's just going into literally thin air, which is what crypto is. Yeah, I I, th- I think there's a compelling argument to be made that the financial crimes get to a certain point where they have to shock us out of it and 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 you know basically traumatize us out of it into thinking that they're still the good guys, <laughs> if, you know, if you will. It'll, you know, anyways, I don't know. That's 
Maybe just one stoner's opinion. <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, we can we can put a pause there if you want. I don't know if you want to do a part two or. Oh, we could. You do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I'm I'm gonna try and because yeah, you, you're a bit later just because the time difference. Because yeah, it is it is midnight here. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty late. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because because I'm I'm trying to do more and more in the channel too because I just think it's interesting. You know, just get get more opinions and and. Yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff's going on and, and, you know, people have been reading stuff and checking out stuff. That guy, Jay from, from the chat, he's, he's, he's got some fascinating stuff inside him. I, I, I went to Gingham's with him. Yeah. Like he's, he's appeared on a couple of the group calls and he's in the, he's in the, the GTST group, the GT, GTST is heretical scientific think tank. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's the one that spells his name backwards. Cause the name's Jason. Yeah. It's like, it looks weird. Yeah, but anyways, he, he lives right over here in St. Charles and he's a Christian and he, uh, he's a banker. <laughs> so oh, he, he, yeah. So he's really interested in, I mean, you know, low level, like he's not, you know, <laughs> he's, he's, he's not the Illuminati or whatever it is, but, uh, he's not Babylon's banksters, <laughs> but, but he very much, yeah. Like he, he's really interested in that because, because that's what he said. He's like, he's like this crypto thing. He's like this, this just doesn't make sense to me at all. I mean, it's yeah. And, and something's going on with it. Something's going on with it. And and at the very least, even if it's just a practical reset of, well, money needs to be digital now, you know, like let's take away all the aspects of the beast or the internet or whatever, like, okay, let's make an argument that money needs to be digital now. Well, like, well, who's going to control that? Because somebody is. Somebody is. So. Well, they are already. Even exactly. Even before. Even beforehand. Precisely. Yeah, I don't. Always... I don't think it matters what form the. Uh, I guess you would call it the exchange protocol. Yeah, um, that's good. I, I kind of. I was kind of mentioning that uh, earlier. I think. Um, to me, it doesn't matter what that protocol is, but. Um, it's of Satan. <laughs> well. That might be true too. <laughs> I mean, I really uh, think it is, man. You know, because because the God or Mammon thing is is a tough. That's a tough verse, <laughs> and the verses after it, where where he makes it very clear that like, nope, you serve one or you serve the other. Yeah, but that can be. Uh, so if you look at uh, what is it, the first or second um, commandment, no other gods before me. Uh huh. Yep. Like. And so, then we're told that the only other the only other god that we would serve besides God is money, because that's what Mammon translates to. Mm. I know it's freaky, man. It's freaky, because it really because that's that's what I've you know I really uh, you know as I search faith I, I I like I wonder what that means. You know, I mean, there's it, depending on who you believe, there's there's um, um, you know satanic imagery on 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 our exchange rate on our dollar bills. Yeah. So, so, so what do you make of that parable? Um, I think it was the master who gave money to three of his servants. Two of them invested it and came back with um, they could pay the the master interest or whatever. But the third guy yeah. just hid his coins and then just gave it back to him. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't. Uh, it's been a while since I read that one. I'll have to, I'll have to do that again because that's an interesting question. Because yeah, that's there's there's very it's very clear that there's a physical exchange medium there so that'd be interesting to yeah that's a really good point i need to read that yeah. again yeah i don't know if the parable is more so talking like using that as an example to illustrate like sharing the gospel like don't 
hide your faith, like use the gifts that God's given you. But I can um, see that. But then why use that example specifically if there wasn't like almost a dual meaning? Right. Or, no. well, but I could also see like just a broad application of being a good steward. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, it's 1215. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> Straw Yeah. Great. Uh, I'm just trying to see a timer. I don't know if I can see a timer. See how long we've been going. Yeah. Great talk, dude. I will, uh, I'll chop this up and put it on the feed. Sweet. Yeah. Thanks for having me. We'll yeah. Chat thanks, again. dude. We'll do it again for sure. Take care, dude. All right. You too. See ya. Bye. Please clap. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay. Okay. Liberal. Yeah, live. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay. Okay. Liberal. Yeah, live. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay. Okay. Liberal. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.